You're listening to 15 Minutes with a Mensch. I'm Bill Battistone. This episode actually features two guests, Ellen Resnick and Dr. Zippy Gurr, with a focus on the organization Classrooms Without Borders. Classrooms Without Borders is a nonprofit educational organization founded by Dr. Zippy Gore in 2011. Their focus is to provide experiential professional development learning opportunities for not just educators, including teachers and administrators, but people of all faiths and backgrounds. Classrooms Without Borders offers unique travel experiences, online and in-person opportunities such as speakers, art exhibits, films, and other unbelievable opportunities to engage in discussions around social justice, anti-Semitism, genocide, hate, forgiveness, courage, respect, and an overall faith in humanity. Ellen Resnick is the Educational Programs and Outreach Director, and while a relatively new employee for Classrooms Without Borders, being there for only just a few short weeks uh, when I spoke with her, she has been working with Classrooms Without Borders for the past five years in various capacities. A social studies teacher by training, which I can certainly get behind because that's what I am originally, uh, she's gravitated to the Classrooms Without Borders mission and works to expand their programming into schools for students, teachers, and administrators. Zippy Gore, and this is not meant to be an exaggeration or hyperbole, is one of the most fascinating, interesting, engaging individuals I've had the privilege to be around. She's a child of Holocaust survivors. She served as a captain in the Israeli army before ultimately getting involved in Jewish education. She has more than 30 years of experience in in Jewish education and learning. She worked for the Agency of Jewish Learning and then in her current role as founder and executive director of Classrooms Without Borders. I got to know Zippy personally in 2018 when I myself had a chance to travel with Classrooms Without Borders on a study seminar to Poland. The focus of the seminar was to examine how and why the Holocaust occurred, discussing the moral and ethical dilemmas of both the survivors, the victims, and the perpetrators, and the ability to make connections between human tragedies and sufferings. It was, without a doubt, one of the most impactful experiences of my entire life. I wasn't quite sure what to expect when I went to the study seminar in Poland, but when you have the opportunity to stand at the train station in Treblinka, where 900,000 individuals were transported, never to be seen or heard from again, Or when you get to stand in the gas chambers at Auschwitz and you just feel how heavy the air is, thick with the breasts of so many victims, those feelings, those emotions stay with you. I could easily do a full series of podcast episodes on that trip alone, and it was truly that impactful. I wanted to reach out to Zippy because I'm not quite sure how many people really know about the work that Classrooms Without Borders is doing, not just in Pittsburgh, but across the country. They have worked with hundreds of school districts and thousands of individuals over the past 10 years, doing incredible work raising awareness and providing life-changing experiences for people. While I will let Zippy and Ellen tell the CWB story, I would highly encourage you to check out their website as soon as you finish this episode, www.classroomswithoutborders.org. There are so many upcoming trips, experiences, and learning opportunities for not just educators, but anyone interested in learning more about Jewish history. As a nonprofit, if you're interested in supporting this work, there's a link on the website to do that as well. 
Okay, I've talked enough. Here's our special episode featuring two menches with Ellen Resnick and Zippy Gore. Enjoy. Okay, so uh, today's guests, uh, we have two guests, which is a really special episode for us, um, Ellen Resnick and Sippy Gore from uh, Classrooms Without Borders. I'm so happy to have both of you on. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having us. So yeah. first, we just want to talk about, can you just talk a little bit about what Classrooms Without Borders is? Because I think some of the people who are listening to this episode may be familiar, but they may not be familiar with the organization. So can you just tell us a little bit about Classrooms Without Borders? Sure. Classroom Without Borders is a nonprofit organization under the Jewish Federation of Greater Pittsburgh. Our mission is to really open minds and hearts through learning experiences that transform education and empower educators and students. Uh, this is our 10th year. Uh, for nine years, we have been supported teachers from public independent schools from Pittsburgh, from West Virginia, from Akron, Ohio, and we started two years ago supporting teachers from Sarasota, Florida. Um, what does it really mean? It means that we would take teachers on study seminars to Poland uh, with Holocaust survivors to learn about what happened there and um, to really apply it to now. Um, we would take them to Israel uh, and many other places. We, after the trip, first of all, the teachers will uh, have the opportunity to get together before. We prepared them for the study seminar in many sessions that we do before the study seminar. And then after we have a whole year of following up where teachers and students will come up with projects and um, uh, will show that they really learned a lot from the uh, experience. I think that the most exciting thing was not uh, the traveling, but the programming that we brought to the school and to the community for free. And uh, maybe Ellen can take a little bit um, of time and talk about the in-school programs and the scholars and the artists that we brought. Absolutely. So um, one of the things that's really outstanding about Classrooms Without Borders is that we provide all of this support for our educators free of charge. So we can bring in scholars on interests on interesting topics, Holocaust studies, anti-Semitism. We can bring in experts um, that will help the students utilize art, literature, poetry, um, theater to be able to wrap their heads around this really difficult history. Um, and of course, we can do it in person when we um, can do so. But we also have learned that we can provide this for educators in the virtual setting. So we can support the educators one-on-one. -on -one. We can come in to their classroom. Um, we can provide it in a large group setting. We can support the educators in any way that they need. So we work with educators on an independent level, but we also work with educators on, in a more global level as well. So we can work with the curriculum support teams in the high schools, in the middle schools, in the elementary schools. We work with volunteers um, that will help us to provide initiatives. We have an amazing group of um, high school students that have begun a Keeping Up With Kindness 
uh, initiative that they are bringing into the elementary schools, helping the students to kind of nurture that fundamental element that is kindness and to be able to propel that forward in their lives and to promote social justice, of course and maintain those civic dialogues that are so important in today's world. Yeah. So obviously, you know, and I talk a little bit about this in the intro to the episode, but I went through a Classrooms Without Borders study seminar. Uh, I traveled to Poland, and I talk about how impactful it was in, in my own life. Um, and so what I want to know from, from you both is, is what's been the most impactful moment for you in doing this work for, for our community and for the, the country? Um, what's been the most impactful or, or moment that you that sticks with you the most? I, I have to tell you that until this year, my, most the most powerful moments were always to be with the educators in that country that we took them, to see how it was all new, how we used the country as a textbook, and they have been learning so much. You know, you know as a principal professional development when you get teachers you get them for two three hours here we have 10 days of so many hours a day and then at the end of the day at 10 o'clock at night those group of educators are sitting and debating and thinking how they're going to bring it to the classroom to me this was really the most inspiring moments every time again and again and that's why I go on every study seminar. But I have to tell you that now, with the corona, when we are offering so many programs on Zoom, my inspiring moments are the evaluations. When I read how people are so thankful and people are so, um, people are so inspired by our programs, and it's not only educators, it's adults that to me are educators because those wonderful people from Rodef Shalom that are going to listen to your podcast are participating in some of our lectures and they are learning and they have kids and grandkids and friends that they can educate. I find it really inspired. And just yesterday, one of the people said to me at the end of our Zoom, she said, you know, I plan my day according to your programs. And for us as a team, it's inspiring. Yeah. So you, you touch on that a little bit, Zippy, but, you know, obviously the pandemic has affected all of us in a, a lot of different ways. But as an organization that's so hands-on and, and with all of those kind of in-person, exactly what you talked about, those experiences, what kind of challenges has COVID presented to an organization like Classrooms Without Borders, and how are you kind of working through those challenges currently? Okay, first of all, uh, you know, the mission of Classroom was first of all to take educators on our trips until the borders will open. What an opportunity. <laughs> uh, in March, we very quickly went to offer programs on Zoom. Uh, we knew how to do it because we offered um, streaming and online programs before when we prepared our educators uh, for the study seminars. But what we found was an amazing opportunity. 
First of all, uh, I want to take a moment and thank Rebbe Bezno and Rodef Shalom Board because they partnered, partnered with us very quickly to offer programming to the synagogue members. I hope the members know that our office is at Rodef, uh, Rodef Shalom, and we have great energy uh, being there. But the opportunity to share the resources and partner with organizations like Rodef Shalom uh, really made our audience a lot bigger. We increased the numbers of participants and we uh, learned that we can bring educators and scholars from all over the world. So just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about in the numbers. We have, now it's a year to the pandemic, we had 18,000 participant registrations. We have people from 36 countries, 42 US states, and we impacted around 130,000 students. What an opportunity. Yeah. I would like um, Ellen to talk about some examples of programs that we are offering during the pandemic, but we'll continue offering it because it's an, a wonderful opportunity to learn where you don't have to get dressed and you don't have to put your makeup and you can just sit in your pajama <laughs> and study and learn and have fun. So Ellen, take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, so I just want to echo what Sippy said. The impact to the community has really been our greatest asset. Um, people, of course, during this global pandemic are um, drowning in work. They're feeling isolated, and CWB provides that lifeline for them. They become part of our family. The observations, the evaluations, the emails we get is that we really have filled a void, um, a necessary void, and we have impacted the community. Certainly educators, but also community members as well. So some of the things that we've done is we've instituted a film series. So SIPI partners with the Israeli producers of the film. We offer the film, a link to the film um, for the participants to watch prior to our Zoom session. And then during our Zoom session, we bring in a scholar to talk about the history. We bring the filmmakers. Sometimes we bring um, the people that were in the film, but we have this really amazing conversation that is rich and robust. And then we provide an opportunity for our participants in the Zoom sessions to have questions answered, to dive deeper into the topics. So of course, from an educator's perspective, I always watch those films with how I can um, put those into the classroom. And it's all free, which is amazing, right? So that is an incredible piece as well. We bring in um, educators that provide um, teaching on topical histories. So we've partnered with Susan Stein, and she's been doing a series on Holocaust literature and Holocaust poetry, um, working with educators. We also offer weekly book clubs, which are outstanding. They're led by um, our fabulous educator, Dr. Josh Andy. 
Um, he chooses the books very carefully um, so that they are not only accessible for educators, but also for the greater community um, of interest. Um, once we are finished reading that book and having that discussion in a more intimate Zoom session, we have a larger Zoom session where we bring the author in. We just finished um, uh, our most recent book series last evening with Ann Nelson, and she came and she talked about um, the process by which she carefully researched the history behind um, Susan Spock and um, talked about her historical fiction, Suzanne's Children, which of course is rooted in heavily researched um, primary source and oral histories as well. So that's an incredible piece as well. And again, we can do all of this because we now find that Zoom and the virtual world is more accessible. COVID, of course, was a challenge, right? Everybody can attest to that. But we have learned that that challenge, we can leverage it and we can use it to our advantage, providing for the community, providing for the educators, providing for the students that really important piece that will help connect them to historical narratives, connect them to the greater global history, connect them to each other in a time when they so greatly need that. So you, you outline, you both do such a wonderful job with, with outlining all the different programs and opportunities that Classrooms Without Borders is engaged in, because I think some people may think it's just one thing or might think it's just one other thing, but there's so many things that you guys have your hands in. Um, so my, my question to you now is, why is this work important? You know, why is this work important to you? And why is this work important in 2021? You know, we believe that change can happen through education. And I have to tell you that empowering teachers, principals, change agents is crucial. And especially now, in the timing that we are uh, facing, the hate, the anti-Semitism, uh, we, we need to educate people about, you know, social justice, human rights, anti-Semitism, um, use the Holocaust to really teach some of it and learn from the past. And I think that, um, when we started it 10 years ago, it was more to teach about the history, bullying, important values, but now it's crucial, it's a must. And um, Ellen can share more because she sees it and she sees the change in the classroom. Absolutely, and Bill, I'm, I'm sure that you can probably echo um, this sentiment, right? Um, we've seen manifestations of microaggressions in the classroom. We've seen a resurgence of racism, hate speech, and really the only way that we are going to counteract that is through educating our young people and teaching our young people about the values of social justice and the value of equity and empathy for one's fellow man. and that is what we do right that is at the core of everything that we do we teach about the value of every human being and the importance of um, that in the classroom and we help that by working with educators working with students working with the community that that will promote a more just society 
Definitely. And, and it's really, really important work. I 100% agree with you both. So um, if people are listening to this and they're inspired by listening to what you both have shared tonight, where can they get more information and, and um, how can they get involved? If they are educators, if they aren't educators, where can they go and, and what's coming down the line? The first thing is they can go to our website, www.classroomswithoutborders.org. They can always ask for the newsletter so they can see and register to get it. There are so many ways to get involved. The first thing I would say is come and join our community of learners. We have unbelievable programs. If we talk about, I just want to bring two because I think if Rodef uh, Shalom listeners are coming, um, we decided that we can take you on uh, virtual tours to different countries. Uh, we showed and we did uh, sessions on Poland, on Greece, on Italy. Now we are starting a new series and we are going to uh, bring the Jewish community, we, uh, you know, from Turkey, from Argentina, from France, um, we did England. There is another virtual tour with uh, John T. Blackman once a month. We are traveling all over Israel, getting ready for the mission that Federation is planning. Um, and we started a new course, and I hope people will join us like you. And that's before each holiday. We are connecting Israel to the Jewish holidays. We'll celebrate Purim, Yom Ma'ut, and we have some amazing um, programs coming for Yom Ma'ut, Yom Yerushalayim, um, and so on. Um, I want to uh, reinforce that I hope that we can continue offering the whole community um, all our programs for free. And if anybody that is listening can help support any of the documentaries, the programs, anything that we do, uh, we will be very thankful. Um, Ellen, you can add if there is anything else. Absolutely. So I can tell you that our next um, series in our book club that is coming up is um, a book called uh, Learning from the Germans, Race and the Memory of Evil by Susan Neiman. Um, we also are beginning um, the planning session of a fabulous um, series that we're working alongside Dr. Philip Reeder uh, from Duquesne University, and we're going to focus in on his important scientific work in, in, on, in uncovering um, the um, kind of hidden histories of the Holocaust. So the first in that series that we're bringing is The Good Nazi, and that is on March 10th. We then are going to bring him and his team in on March, uh, excuse me, on March 10th is when he, him and his team are going to come in. The movie is on March 4th. Um, he and his team on March 10th will talk about the science behind um, their uh, experimentation and um, uncovering of this history. The movie that we're going to bring in on March 4th, we'll talk with the producer. We'll have our scholar in residence, Dr. Avi Ben-Gur, talk about um, the history behind uh, that discovery. 
So it really will be an incredible series. We're hoping that we can reach out not only to community members, not only to the teachers that we've impacted, but this is going to be incredibly attractive to STEM educators, of course, because it has that scientific element as well. Excellent. Well, we hope that people will, will go to the website and see, again, just how amazing the work is that you're, you're both doing. And uh, as somebody who has uh, firsthand experience with Classrooms Without Borders, I can you know, certainly testify that it is extremely powerful. It's extremely important work. And I do hope that people uh, who are listening take advantage. So I just want to thank you both for your time um, and keep up the great work. And hopefully, uh, you know, as we kind of work through our, the summer, you're always welcome back. We could always do more episodes. If there's things coming down the line that you want to share with the community, uh, we're, we're always happy to, to spend time. And it's always a pleasure to catch up with Zippy and uh, always a good laugh. But uh, anything you guys need moving forward, don't hesitate to reach out. And best of luck in the future. Thank you. information about Classrooms Without Borders, upcoming events, or how you can donate to this work, be sure to go to www.classroomswithoutborders.com. 15 Minutes with a Mensch is a podcast supported by the Prayer, Practice, and Learning Committee of Redef Shalom Congregation. For more information on upcoming events or how you can get involved, check out our website at www.rodefshalom.org. I'm Bill Battistone.